What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast. I'm your host, Will Ferrero. Today, I sit down and I talk with Sean Donnelly. Sean started off as in, in medical device sales, uh, and he got that suggestion when he was actually playing professional football for the New York Giants, which is my favorite team. So I thought that was really cool. And while Sean was wa- working in the medical device sales industry, he realized that there was an opportunity to connect the medical providers with the personal injury attorneys like me. So he founded Silver Tokyo, which he calls medical concierges. And basically what they do is they're able to help people who have been injured find that perfect medical provider for them and the perfect representation. And what's really great about this is, you know, sometimes I'll reach out to Sean and I say, hey, Sean, I need a a recommendation for somebody who takes Medicare and is a foot specialist in Suffolk County. And he has a recommendation right for me. And it's somebody who is typically able to, to help me out um, not only with caring for my client, but then also helping me on the litigation side. So I find that to be you know, really great. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. All right. What's going on, Sean? How are you doing today? Thanks for uh, taking the time to, to come on down to, to my house, to my home studio here and, uh, and chat with me. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. You know, this is sort of where I grew up. So coming here is like coming, coming back home. So this is fun for me. Yeah. So where this is City Island that we're on right now. And you grew up in Pelham, right? Which is like yeah. five minutes up the road. So I'd like, I would like in the summer, I would bike here, like the path and then like seafood with my brothers. It was like, you know, good childhood memories here. Yeah. yeah. So, so today we're going to talk about this company that you have that you started. Um, it's called Silver Tokyo, right? Yep, yep. Named it after my cat. Uh, sort of not relevant to what it is, but just a funny story. So how is it named after your cat? What like, what aspect of your cat is it named after? Uh, well, my, my cat is named Tokyo, and he's a silver chinchilla Persian. Okay. And my wife was like, hey, name it after your cat. So, <laughs> so here you are. Here I am, yep. Um, and so what you do is you call it medical concierge, right? Yes. So um, basically I figured out, you know, I was uh, – tell my story. I started, so I was a football player and uh, I was trying to figure out what to do next. And uh, that, en- that ended up being uh, medical device sales. Mm. It was recommended to me by some coaches and uh, I just really hit the ground running with it. Started in 2017, um, you know, had have, have a very successful territory. So I get to, I got to meet every doctor essentially in New York City and it just sort of coincidentally, I had, um, you know, some uh, a couple of best friends that were attorneys and needed help connecting with doctors on uh, for treatment for their clients, like uh, where to send them, who to go to. And uh, that's where it started, you know, sort of gotten more sophisticated as time goes on, where now, yes, like, I, you know, I offer a concierge service for attorneys to help them get their uh, get their clients to doctors for, for treatment and Covers a range from uh, you know foot and ankle to uh, spine to neurology, uh, you know uh, even psychiatry that comes up. Uh, anything you can imagine, any sort of interaction with a doctor, 
I try to facilitate for, for attorneys that I work with. That's a pretty humble summit summation of your, uh, your football career. <laughs> yeah. um, but you were, you were on the, on the giants for a while, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I was on the, I was on the New York giants. I uh, played college at Tulane football. Uh, you know, they, they just won the cotton Bowl this past year. So okay. pretty proud of my boys right now. Uh, yeah, I was in an offensive tackle, uh, sustained some some orthopedic injury. Mm. Sort of was always interested in working with doctors, and uh, you know that certainly led led my career to where it is. Uh, it also you know taught me all the the work ethic I needed to meet everybody and to really get after it. You know. And so was that was that when you were with the giants that somebody on their staff suggested to you that you should look into medical device sales? Yeah. So, so, uh, it was, uh, it was with a coach, you know, who, who, uh, was just describing, I, cause I had, I had never heard of anything, you know, it was pretty much all football. And then there was a coach that was describing what sort of what that, what, a um, a medical device salesperson does. And it sounded intriguing and fun to me. You know, I want to, I would love working with doctors and hospitals and surgery centers and um, being in the operating room, being in the clinics, all that, all, all that uh, clinical setting was really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And was that, did he like identify something in your personality that he thought, you know, you'd be good at, you'd be good at sales? Yeah. You know, he, he was pointing to everybody really, but I felt maybe he was pointing to me, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, he, he saw that I would I would probably would work hard and be committed to it, and that you know that's 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 sort of what I do. And is, mm-hmm. is is through the medical sales how you started to make these connections with people in the medical field, like the providers? Yes. Yeah, so I met I met every provider, uh, you know, very intimate setting in the operating room. Right, and you're, you're physically in the operating room with surgeons, right? Right. So I I learned sort of uh, you know which which doctors uh, you know would be best to work with from a uh, lawyer's perspe- perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, some doctors have um, uh, practices that sort of are set up for it. Like they understand how no fault works. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand how workers' compensation works. And uh, I had, I was just having these conversations because I was curious about the doctors I was working with and sort of learn more and more on, on the business side of how their practices worked. And it just sort of like serendipitously had a best friend uh, who sort of mentored me on the on the legal side on what on what he would look for in a doctor and sort of sort of uh, relationships he needed Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, realized that there was an opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Because I know from from my perspective as a personal injury attorney, sometimes it's hard to find a doctor that's close to your, where your client is that takes your client's insurance that, uh, is able to deal with what could be like a very niche injury or some, some specialty. Um, and, and it's a pain to try to find somebody who's, who's, who fits all those and checks all those boxes. Right. Yeah. You know, geography is, is, is obviously so important. It's gotta be convenient for the client. Um, and then even insurances, like I know it's been painful for some attorneys if, if it, you know, the client has Medicaid or Medicare or, you know, no insurance at all. And uh, I really, you know, being so intimate with these doctors, I, I can have these conversations and I know exactly what they take and what makes sense, for, uh, you know, for these clients so they can get the treatment that they need. So how, how did you have the idea to go from medical sales into providing this service of, of connecting personal injury attorneys. And it's, you know, 
over, almost all personal injury attorneys that you're working with, right? Uh, yeah, personal injury attorneys and uh, workers' compensation attorneys. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that, yeah, between those two, okay, I so, work with. So how did you make that that that? How did you identify a space that was lacking in what you're offering through Silver Tokyo? So it was, I mean, you know, it was really conversation um, with my friend attorneys, you know, shout out Ross Raggio. It was conversations with him and then, you know, meeting other attorneys who also had the same need and they needed good treatment. And that, that was just, it was just, uh, it just ha sort of happened, you know, just speaking to them and speaking to my doctors and realizing that there there needs to be a way for them to connect, you know. And so how did you get started? What was like the first couple things that you did to try to make these connections? Oh, you know, um, I would say I started uh, basically with, you know, with a couple guys, you know, they would have, they would ask, you know, if, if I have any do doctors that, they, that I could recommend in a certain geography, and I, you know, I would, I would say, okay, oh, yeah, this guy, uh, I think this would be a good fit for your right, shoulder, right. knee, or this would be a good fit for your neck, back, and it sort of, that's, that's, it sort of started from there and and progressed as um, as time went on, and you know, more, and more specialties, more insurances, and uh, things of that nature. So it started to, to grow not only with the amount of attorneys that you're working with, but also with the the providers. The providers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, the amount of amount of providers grew. Where you know maybe it was first I was best in Manhattan, and then sort of the outer boroughs, and now Long Island, New Jersey, and uh, I mean that's sort of where I'm at now is like the tri-state area. Okay. So yeah. You, so you it's it's pretty substantial then for. A New York City practitioner, you can find something for any, yeah, yeah, any, basically, yeah, uh, the whole New York City metropolitan area, uh, regardless of geography and you know wherever. I just the importance is that it's you know a good provider and there's there's a convenience with the geography. And this this is something that is no cost to personal injury, medical malpractice, workers' compensation attorneys, right? You... No, I, I, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't charge any fees to the, uh, to the attorneys. Uh, it's, it's for like the relationship. This episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast was brought to you by me, Will Ferrero. I'm an attorney at Prior Law in the Bronx. We primarily practice personal injury law, but we can help you with just about any legal issue that you may have. And if it's not something that we can personally help you with, we can connect you with an expert in that area of law. You can find me online on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. My handle is typically at Bronx Attorney. And if you can't find me on one of those social media pages, you can email me, Ferrero at PriorLaw.com, or call me at the office, 718-829-0222. And now back to the show. Okay. So, you know, another thing that, you know, when, when we first met, when we first started talking was you... When you when you're a personal injury attorney, you get a lot of people offering you know doctors to you all the time. But I like the way that you went went around your your sales approach. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that we made we made a pretty good connection with you know first having a phone call and then meeting in person. Mm -hmm. Is that is that something that you always you know the the way you always went about kind of making the sale? No, I you know sort of in the past I would say I would try to rush things and be too aggressive. I, 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 no, that was certainly fine-tuned as time went on. 
Uh, I think there's, yeah, when you make the sale, there's sort of a patience that, that goes along with it that you learn that, uh, you know, that you don't, you don't rush the relationship. You let the sort of relationship unfold and, you know, make sure that makes sense for everybody. Uh, that I was, a, that, that's, that's sort of practice, I would say. Uh, but I would recommend that to any, any salesman is, you know, obviously, you know, work hard, but you know, take your time, you know, you work, you know, work your craft, you know, don't try to just make the, make the sale. Why, why do you focus on, you know, in-person meetings rather than just doing like Zooms and stuff when you're looking for new business? Uh, I think there's a value to the in-person. There's a lot more that can be discussed. And I think the, the like, it's good to just have the physical presence. I, I think more, you know, there's more conversation that gets had mm-hmm. and you get you get more of an understanding, I think, versus on the uh, on the Zoom. I think a lot of a lot of communication gets lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think in in person is is should be a part of every business relationship for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So an- another thing that I find interesting about your your business model is your your networking events that you hold with the uh, what is it. Docs, jocks, and, and lawyers. Yes, yes. So I, that that I I figured was great because, um, well, first attorneys get a lot of referrals from other attorneys, so that uh, you know that's that's a great way for for attorneys to network and anyone I work with, I want them to meet everybody, and uh, that's uh, that's obviously a big part of it. And then also, you know, to have conversations with providers because you, uh, I think. You know, it's good for the attorney to have a, an understanding of uh, what what goes on with the providers and the, and uh, have an understanding of you know the orthopedics and uh, what the client sort of needs from that from that uh, perspective. And so, what about what about the jocks? You got some local athletes that come by these things, don't you? Yeah. So I, I uh, yeah some other football players uh, through the NFL alumni I invite as well. Um, they all, uh, they all sort of, you know, some of them do what I do, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's uh, it's interesting for everybody to have those guys. And then uh, I, my my business partner who isn't here today is also was a football player and a rugby player, so I, I also just like the way it sounded too. Yeah, and that's Dane, right? Yeah, that's Dane. Yep. Okay, shout and out Dane. <laughs> who couldn't make it today? Who couldn't make it? Yeah. Um, what when you first got started was there were there any like challenges that you saw or did you just take off right away with I took I took off right away I think there is a learning curve uh, you know me being um, an athlete there was a learning there was a learning curve uh, understanding orthopedics and then there was also a learning curve understanding. Uh, what the lawyers do, so that was that was something that I, I would push, I would push through and work hard and try to figure out as I as I went. But there was uh, there was some times that I would have to slow down and and study and try to understand how um, how the esquires and how the doctors, uh, you know, what they needed and how, and how that all all that worked. Yeah. So what What are some of like the problem solving? Uh, experiences that you've had when working with attorneys 
So um, in terms of solving their problems, yeah, and, and taking that off their plate, I would I would say you know the 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 big one, some of the big ones is um, is the insurances, uh, you know, finding a doctor that will go through Medicaid or Medicare. That's those are big ones. Um, uh, getting a good deal, uh, I would say, on the funding or the or the testimony, you know, nobody. Nobody wants to be overcharged for that, so just finding uh, you know what the fair market value is, and then presenting that to the attorneys. I would say that that's a good value add I have. Mm -hmm. um, and then you know, there's other there's there's other examples too. Uh, you know, when a when a client needed a second opinion, and I was able to facilitate that, you know, within a moment's notice. <laughs> Or uh, a client was going away and needed to be seen that be seen that week. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was. It's just like impossible <laughs> to get people in right away. I, I figured. Uh, yeah, since I have I have their personal phone numbers, I figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, so I was able to. Hey, I need this. You have, you have some access to them that the rest of us don't have. Yeah, I got the bat line, so I I, I called up the bat line and I was able to get some of that stuff done too, uh, um, and then even. Uh, you know, I, I try not to recommend any provider that you know ha, uh, isn't too friendly with medical medical records. But if mm -hmm. they are, I've I've also at times even shown up physically at an office and obtained medical records for a practice and uh, or uh, you know made sure it got there basically. Mm -hmm. So how, how do you stay organized with all the doctors that you have across all the specialties and locations? Because I know I've asked you a couple questions sometimes and I've sent me a business card like immediately um i i uh, a lot of filing goes on in my head uh, honest <laughs> honestly I, I you know i i do use i do uh, i do use google maps i do right. use notes um i'm mobile so everything's on my phone uh but it's organized in, in a way that makes sense to me mm -hmm. um so yeah, like uh, you know, but, but yes, if I if I if I hear a certain neighborhood, uh, I need somebody in uh, you know East New York. I just I immediately can you just know. Yeah, I'm like that guy. I know who's there. So then I that I I sort of can make the recommendation of the guys there pretty quickly. Yeah, and is it is it all people that you've had relationships with in the past, or are you like signing kind of quote unquote signing up new doctors too? No, it, it's it's uh, for the most part doctors that I that I'm familiar with. I, I have you know I've had I have their number in many cases. Like I know their I know their families. I, yeah, it's it, it, it I do I do have. Uh, Tight relationships with the with with doctors, I would recommend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And are your are your doctors? Will they also be experts in a case as well? Yeah. So that's. I mean, they all they all understand how no fault works and personal injury. And these are these are guys that understand uh, the need to testify and uh, how to follow the, the the you know the workers' comp guidelines, like stuff mm -hmm. like that. They're they're all they're all. They're all um, versed in, it, in their their practices are, are uh, set up for it. Because I know we run into sometimes where we have a client that goes to a doctor they found on their own, and then you want the doctor to testify on behalf of your client, and they give you a number that's so high that's basically like the I don't want to do that number. No, no, yeah, these these the uh, the doctors I would recommend understand that it, there's a relationship with law firms and that they uh, they have to work with them, yeah. Mm -hmm.
there any like particularly uh, any any successes that you're particularly proud of that that's happened so far? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, there's there's been there there was a uh, last week I got a, a referral of a client who uh, you know was hurt in an accident and actually needed transportation. And I provided that, and you know, I made I, I called the pay, uh, the client, made sure she was okay. It, it was that that was a satisfying experience. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's been other times, uh, you know, when they just have a good experience with the doctor, and I I hear from the attorney, oh, that doctor, uh, you know, really did a great job for my client. Mm-hmm. You know, made them feel good, and that 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 always that always brightens my day. Have you have any any personal injury attorneys hit particularly large with uh, with your doctor's help, or are we still like too early on to see? Yes, yeah, I'm sure they have. I've uh, yeah, there 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 are some that I can think of that yes, they, they uh, the doctors worked out for them, and mm-hmm. I, and I'm very happy for the the, the attorney in those examples too. Yes, yeah. is. Uh, how often do 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 doctors you know that you work with need to testify, or or are you kind of are these cases settling before they get to that stage? I no, I would say I I would say I see both. Um, I I get asked uh, to help with that, so I, I yeah, I'd say like maybe in the past couple of months, three or four times I've been asked to to help with the, the testifying. So that's. Pretty often, I'd say, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, that definitely comes up. And, and what's a good stage in the, you know, uh, personal injury process for somebody to contact you to find that really good doctor? Like b- before litigation, during litigation? When, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, when that no-fault claim starts and you want to get treatment started right away for your client because, you know, the client's hurt, I would say it's a good time to reach out and, so pretty much immediately. Yeah, as soon would, as you sign up a client, I, I think it would you know it makes sense to start thinking about the, about treatment and uh, what the client needs. Mm-hmm. We we tell all our clients all the time, you could be super hurt, super devastating injury, but if it's not documented by a doctor in records, mm-hmm. it's essentially not there because a jury needs to see that uh, you know injury in the records and. The uh, the insurance company is not going to be scared of your case unless it's it's there written down by a respected doctor. Yeah, no, and you know, makes it just makes it makes sense. They they should be treated. Uh, that that should be the first sort of thought is is, mm-hmm. is treatment when you know as soon as that 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 client is signed up. So, what are you doing to to grow your business right now? Um, do a lot of networking, uh, so you know, office visits, dinners, uh, the events, uh, knocking on doors. You know, I'm always adding new providers. Mm-hmm. You know, always talking to new law firms. That and uh, uh, I would say most of what I try to do though um, is in person. So even mm-hmm. even if it's say what you would say is a is a cold call, I the a cold call is for me showing up somewhere in person. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. saying like, Hey, can I talk to so-and-so? Yeah. Getting, trying to make an appointment with, uh, with the front desk, even right. if it's, I can't be seen today. Can I get seen another time? That's, that's something that we've always had the most success with. Right, uh, so that, that works for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. hundred percent uh, works more than a phone call or an email. 
no, you need uh, you want to get the new business. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's, it's tried and true. I think that's a testament to your your sales ability too, because I think a lot of people show up at offices trying to give out cards and make appointments and and not really get anywhere. Nah, I mean, you know, a lot of times you don't, but you know that that doesn't that that shouldn't discourage you. That's just part. That's just part of the job. That's part of the, any sales job is. You don't just, you know, you don't just get discouraged. You, the, you, you take it and then you try to learn and, and keep going. And it's, it's practice like anything else. So how many years have you been doing Silver Tokyo's medical concierge work? Uh, since 2017. Okay. As I said, it's got, it, 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 it has gotten more sophisticated and my, my understanding of attorney's needs has grown. But the, connect, the connections that I've been making have been since 2017. What was, what was the COVID uh, break there for you like? People uh, still going to the doctor? Yeah, no. COVID was only a couple of months and then uh, you know, people st- still needed treatment. Right, right. Uh, so that was, you know, that, that was brief for mm-hmm. me. Do you yeah. think this is something that you and Dane are going to be able to do alone together, or are you going to look to get office space and hire employees? I think yeah, that's our goal is 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 to get to that point. Right now, uh, we handle everything, but yeah, you know, eventually, yes, having the employees and having a full fledged business is is on our radar. Mm-hmm. What do you think the most valuable thing you learned was since you started the business in two thousand seventeen? Uh, most most valuable, I, I think, obviously, is is availability. Um, if you're if if an attorney needs to communicate, you you address that right right away. See, I'm like a doctor. You show the you know, you show these people that you work with respect and prioritize prioritize them. That 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 I would say has been the best thing I've done for my career. Mm-hmm. And for everybody who's yeah. listening, you're not just saying that because I know whenever our office reaches out to you, we hear back very quickly. So yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, that that's the that's the name of the game. Did did you always want to have your own business or is that something that developed yeah. later? No, I I always knew that I I needed to have my own business. I I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. Um you know that that's just been solidified as the years have gone on. I, I like I like the entrepreneurial side, and I like the challenges and the work. It's all it's all very fulfilling to me. And is that something that you developed? You know your business sense. Did you develop that organically, or did you were you reading books, listening to podcasts? I would say both. I uh I, you know definitely self research. I I think experience is so important. Going out and having conversations with people, uh, putting shots up, I think is 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 an as amazing education as. Uh, reading the the you know reading reading the novels that are out there i i think you got to do everything mm-hmm. that's just my opinion mm-hmm. you know what are what are some of your goals for the uh the next upcoming years say two or three years from now uh i i would uh building a bit building the business um as we discussed um hiring people training people getting the office space these those are Definitely, my goals is is uh, is to grow and uh, you know help people uh, and and just uh, keep it going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, when you know, you say you always wanted to be a business owner, but what was the fi- what was the thing that gave you like the final push to to actually do it? Uh, I would say um, in situations where 
I realized that uh, I just needed to, I needed to pave my own way, and you know, not a, not everyone's been built to be managed, and right. that 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 uh that definitely occurred to me earlier in my career. Yeah, to put your own your own style on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that I just needed to do that. Uh, who was your Who was your ideal client for Silver Tokyo? Um, ideal client, uh, I would say would be someone that understood the value I, you know, the value that I was proposing, like understood my value proposition and, um, got on board as far as like personalities and that sort of thing. I, you know, we, I think we pride ourselves on being easy to work with and, you know, sort of like Johnny on the spot so that, that where we are, we're, we're inclusive, if I'd say. So could any doctor contact you and be like, Hey, can you, can you keep me in mind for, for stuff? Yeah. You know, that would be a conversation I would say, Yeah. But absolutely. I would, uh, you know, my, my door is open, obviously, you know, because <laughs> I want everyone else's door to be open. My, mine's also open. <laughs> so, so, you know, a lot of times when you think about personal injury, you think about the, the basic stuff, car accidents, work accidents. Like, could you help me out if I had like a, like a lead poisoning case or a, a sex abuse case? Yes. Yeah, so that we're, we're happy to, to, to help with that as well. Um, so we've, we've, we've done that. We've, 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 uh, we've matched neurologists or psychiatrists, uh, you know, and, and basically anything you throw at us, we're happy to figure it out too. So that's, yeah, that's, you know, uh, lead poisoning. I have to figure out what specialty that is, but I'd get it done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if, uh, if somebody's looking to, to reach out and, uh, you know, either on the medical side or the law side, where would they find you? How should they get in touch with you? Uh, I could get, yeah, I, I could post my email and phone. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You on socials or anything like that? Uh, you know, Sean, uh, it's my name at Sean S E A N at Silver Silver Tokyo LLC dot com. The email I would I would say is a perfect time to do that. And you're pretty you're pretty fast with the email. Yeah, I'm all over that email. I'll 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 take anybody, of course. All right, Sean. This was fun. Thanks for uh, you know, tell me a little bit more about your business. Thanks, Will. Awesome, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast. Please like, review, and subscribe so we can help the channel continue to grow. And if you're interested in connecting with any of the guests, please let me know, and I'd be happy to make the introduction.